This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by American Farmland Trust, leading the movements to protect farms and keep farmers on the land. Learn more at farmland.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The House passed a package of bills today aimed at addressing food and fuel price inflation, but the chamber's Republican members argued the approach failed to address the issues. The Lower Food and Fuel Costs Act was actually a combination of several bills aimed at various issues, from offering year-round E-15 to providing funding to expand meat processing infrastructure. Virginia Democrat Abigail Spanberger said the bill was a necessary step to address consumer concerns. Congress cannot shy away from addressing the urgent economic challenges that face our local communities and our entire country. And that challenge continues to be inflation. But Republicans took issue with language in the bill to create a special investigator's office to enforce the Packers and Stockyards Acts at the Department of Agriculture. Pennsylvania Republican Glenn Thompson says he had hopes to consider that legislation separately. You know, we know that the only way we really get legislation through the other side of the Capitol on the, on the Senate is where we show cohesion, where we stick together, where we work together. And we have complete consensus on basically all the other aspects of this bill. And we did request that this bill need to be divided and the special investigator portion come out of the bill. But that effort failed earlier this week. Seven Republicans ultimately voted in favor of the bill, which passed 224 to 204. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. The Biden administration has announced a new memorandum of understanding aimed at helping the Ukrainian ag sector rebuild after the Russian invasion. Agripulse's Hannah Pegel has more. The Department of Agriculture announced a new agreement today to provide direct assistance to Ukraine to help repair its agriculture sector. Secretary Tom Vilsack met with leaders of the United Nations today to discuss how to address global food security issues. Vilsack says Ukraine has provided the U.S. with a list of needed supplies. As they try to export their grain, they continue to need uh, the, the equipment that will allow them to do so, the testing equipment, the, the, the measuring and weighing equipment, uh, the lab equipment. Um, they've provided us a list of, uh, of needs, and we've circulated that list uh, not only within the USDA, but also to our public universities uh, in the hopes that they might be able to identify some uh, unused equipment that could be provided. We've also shared it with other countries as well. You can read more details on the MOU in Bill Thompson's story on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. Finally today, the Waters of the U.S. feedback process was hearing from Western stakeholders today. Agripulse's Amy Mayer has more. The Environmental Protection Agency and Army Corps of Engineers brought their series of roundtable discussions about water to the Western region today. The agencies announced the sessions to collect ideas about how to improve the definition and regulation of waters of the United States, something the federal government maintains is critical to full implementation of the Clean Water Act. But the process has been ongoing for years, and some participants said that's hurting farmers, ranchers, and other water users. Katie Vandenberg Van Fleet is an Idaho lawyer who has represented farmers and ranchers. I feel that it is not sustainable for us to continue playing ping pong with the Lotus rule through rulemaking and legal battles in the courtroom because it creates regulatory uncertainty for all of those involved. Panelists, organized by the California Farm Bureau, also asked for implementation to not be subjective and to continue to allow states to impose their own strategies for Clean Water Act compliance. 
Dan Kepin of the Family Farm Alliance, for example, said ephemeral ponds and non-tile drainage should be exempt. We need crystal clear exclusion from Clean Water Act jurisdiction for all of the West Port irrigation infrastructure. Otherwise, he says bureaucratic red tape could critically disrupt Western agriculture. The roundtable is one of 10 being held around the country. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by American Farmland Trust. American farmland and ranch land is rapidly disappearing, threatening our food security, undermining the agricultural economy, and making us vulnerable to climate and market shocks. Every day, we lose 2,000 acres of agricultural land to uses that jeopardize farming. For over 40 years, American Farmland Trust has led the movements to protect farms and keep farmers on the land. No farms, no future. Join us at farmland.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.